Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Welcome to another episode of the Grassroots Army Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Garrett Soldano, and I am extremely, unbelievably excited to drink this in a few minutes. Just the smell of this beef bone broth is making me salivate. I'm drooling. I can't even talk because I am getting ready to break my 88-hour water fast. 88 hours, okay? So this is where I want the grassroots army to evolve. I want this, this movement to not only call out the hot garbage with politics and holding people accountable, but I also want to branch out into things that I really feel that are important, especially as a chiropractor, is to inspire people to take back their own health. That's one thing that I've seen over almost 20 years in practice is people becoming slaves to big pharma. My goodness gracious, all of us that are watching right now and listening, we've witnessed people becoming slaves to big pharma and they blindly handed over their constitutional freedom, sacred values, and citizens' rights. And so I really feel that we need to start branching this out. And it's going to be my job as a leader of this grassroots army to really motivate and inspire folks to take back not only their own health, but be the leaders of their own family and take back their children's health away from big pharma. Because when I read stuff like this, I get upset, okay? Because we've been dealing with this. I know in the Kalamazoo area where I practice, I have always heard about these medical doctors in these hospitals, these businesses, um, do the same thing to the patients around here. They will literally kick you out for not following the CDC recommendations of their schedule, okay? And I'm very happy that Dr. Tally Bowden uh, called out Texas Children's Pediatric Clinic for just doing that, basically telling these parents like, hey, you either follow our rules and follow what we want you to do for your body and your children, or we're going to boot you out of the clinic. To me, that is not good doctoring. That is what I like to say is hot garbage. Because as a doctor, you take this little bitty thing called the Hippocratic Oath, and that is not following the Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. People need care. And it's not right for you to kick them out when they don't follow your recommendations. As a doctor, your job is to teach. That's what doctor means, to teach to empower, to inspire folks to make their own healthcare decisions. And then guess what you have to do? You have to support them. You don't kick them out because you have an ego, right? You may not agree with their choices, but guess what? It's America. You can do what the hell you want with your own body, right? So, that is what I pointed out today, and I will continue to call out because as a chiropractor, no, I don't kick people out for being obese because they're not stopping to overeat. No, I will continue to inspire, motivate them, and hopefully get them to make the right decisions. What I feel is right is to get lean and mean, live a high-quality life, and so forth, but you don't kick them out. So I will continue to call out that hot garbage because I know there's a lot of people that have been dealing with that. So let's get back to the fast. Now, I've been fasting for, my goodness, five to six years now. Um, I've incorporated it into my health care. It's not a cure-all, but I'm going to get to the science because what thing is happening right now is, man, there's a lot of great research on it. Um, even when I first started fasting, there wasn't this amount of material out. 
And that's why I always tell you, just don't listen to me. Go research this stuff. Um, we need to question everything. But there's so many great health benefits to fasting, and there's there different ways to fast. Um, there's many different variations to it. But you have to find out what works best for you, and then you can utilize it for another tool in your tool belt of overall health. And that's what I have been doing for over six years. And somebody commented this morning, hey, is it the same thing Dana White did on a podcast? And I think there's a podcast that went viral with Dana White talking about his fast. And I think his was a 24-hour water fast. And then he evolved into a bone broth fast from there on out for the next 48 hours. Um, there's, like I said, there's many different variations. The one that I did was almost a four-day, 88 hours. People are like, why didn't you go to 96 hours and do four days? Well, I have some things this weekend that I'm going to talk about some things you have to do when you break a fast. You don't just go back to eating whatever you want. There's a method to it, or you can really jack up your system, okay? How you enter a fast and how you exit is just as more, just as important, excuse me, as the fast itself, okay? So we're going to talk about the bone broth, and I'm going to uh, release here in the next couple of days. I met with our media team, awesome media team, AZ Business Solutions, to produce a graphic of our grassroots army home bo homemade bone broth. All right. So we're going to make a nice little graphic and I'm going to post it everywhere for you guys to have. Um, so it's just a great, easy, simple broth recipe. That's what I utilize for my family. Again, there's a million of them on there. Try a variation of them, um, whatever you want to do. So let's get into the science of the fast because I, I love fasting because of it's biblical. It's all in the Bible. You know, they had it right. And this is it's a great way to not only do anti-aging, but decrease inflammation, get rid of free radicals, um, really start what's called a, um, apophagy, excuse me. It reads autophagy, but you know how our English language is. It's autophagy is the correct pronunciation um, of cellular repair. That's why I'm doing this one, because it's very, very huge of cellular cleanup where your body goes around and eats the bad cells, the mutated cells, the cancer cells, and all you have left is good, healthy cells. So again, a nice way that you can basically add to your tool belt of overall health. And it's not hard. It's really, it's really not. And we're going to talk about the different phases here. So I started my fast 87 hours ago in 50 minutes, almost 88 hours ago. And Again, how you enter a fast is very important because what you're going to utilize and depending on what phase you get to quicker will depend on what your last meal is, okay? Again, you're going to have to kind of find out what works best for you. So the first phase of the fast is the anabolic. It's zero to four hours, basically right after the food, the last meal that you ate. I mean, your body is going to start utilizing, common sense, what you ate last. And so it's going to start utilizing all that energy. And then after four hours or around there, you're going to go into catabolic state, which is four to 16 hours. Again, the, the, the four to 16 varies depending on how you enter the fast. I got to make sure I make that point. And what happens, this is the cool stuff. And again, there's tons of research online. You just have to research two of yourself. I'm going to give you a couple of the highlights today. You know, your blood glucose continues to drop. You start to have stored nutrients like your glycogen and your fat. They start to get burned for fuel. That's what your body will do. And as your body exits the anabolic state, you begin to make room for what's called the cellular cleanup. This is what I feel is the most important part of the fast is the autophagy, where your body goes around and starts eating the bad stuff, your bad cells, okay? Then after the catabolic, you go into the fat burning, which is 16, 24 hours. We all like to burn fat. 
But you do. You start to um, burn fat because your body starts to utilize it for fuel. And the scientific stuff, the blood glucose levels will be reduced 20%, which is good. Fatty acids from fat oxidation will be your primary fuel source at this time. Because what your body's going to start doing, it starts literally freaking out and going, hey, wait a minute. Where's my two to three, five, six, seven meals that I usually get a day? It's not there anymore. So your body goes in freak out mode, which is very efficient, and it starts to utilize what you store as fat for fuel. And what it does, it's very important for you to understand because your body is unbelievable what God has given this gift to us, this temple, that your body, as it goes into the next phase, which is the ketosis zone, it starts using your primary fuel source, fatty acids, right, for your body, but then it starts to use ketones for your brain. All right. Your body knows it's pretty crazy. And that's a 24 to 72 hour phase. Okay. This ketone phase for you that have done ketotic diets, kind of like the same principle, almost exact that your body starts to utilize these different things for fuel. Okay. And this is the most important part. What I feel in my humble opinion is, is in, in this zone, the autophagy starts to ramp up. Your body starts to really go around and say, Hey, I need food. I need energy. What can we go around and start eating, right? So we can clean this stuff up and it starts to eat the bad stuff, your bad cells, your cancer cells, mutated cells, okay? That's anti-aging, folks, because you think about depending on the cell, your cells reproduce depending on the cell every, I think, 90 to 120 today, 120 days, excuse me. So you don't want mutated cancer cells mutating and replicating themselves and producing more, right? So this goes around and they start cleaning up like Pac-Man. And then you go into the three plus days, and this is where I'm at, is deep ketosis. And this is where autophagy is just going at full speed. So over the past eight to 10 hours, my body has just been going around and cleaning it up, okay? So people are like, Garrett, how are you even talking right now? 88 hours without any food. I've literally have drank is black coffee, water, and tea. Now you can utilize electrolytes, all right, pure electrolytes, not the stuff that's loaded with sugar like Gatorade and stuff, but anything that doesn't have sugar, all right, electrolytes to combat the dizziness and stuff that you may feel. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't really felt off until right around this time. I think it's because I'm smelling this bone broth right now, to be honest with you. I'm drooling. Um, but I haven't really, my energy level has been great. The first 24 hours, because since you're kind of your insulin and stuff and your glucose, you know, I had that hunger feeling like, man, I just want a bite to eat. But after that 24 hours, I think it's called Braylon, a hunger hormone starts to get diminished. So as you go through your fast, your second and third and into your fourth day, your hunger actually decreases. And I know that's weird. It's very weird because you think it would be opposite. All right. But your hunger actually decreases as you go along your fast. And what's cool for all my hunters out there, and I really want to experiment this in the future next year in deer season, is to fast, you know, 24 to 48 hours before I go hunting on that first day that where you potentially see a lot of deer is I can tell you what, man, my senses are just heightened right now. I went hunting last night with my youngest. And just sitting in the deer blind, it just seemed like I could hear everything and I could see everything. Everything was just a little bit more clear and in, in depth. It's just, and I don't know, I haven't done the research on this, but I'm sure it's true. And I'm, I'm theoretically thinking that it's probably because my body is starving, 
right? And it's looking for food. So that whole kind of spiritual kind of uh, existence is what I experienced last night hunting. And it was, it was pretty awesome. So I kind of want to dabble into that a little bit more here in the future, but that's the science behind the fasting. Okay. It's unbelievable. It's a great tool for your tool belt. And it's another way to take back your health and not to be the slave to big pharma. Okay. That's the biggest thing on why I want to do this. And that's how I'm going to continue to evolve the grassroots army is to continue to put out content to inspire folks to take back their health. Okay. So before I dive into this wonderful bone broth, right, I'm going to tell you how we made it. See, we get our beef locally from a farmer that has grass fed, grass finished, locally grown beef. All right. So whether you buy it, I always strongly encourage folks to go down that route. But I know when you're really going down the natural road, it kind of gets expensive. So you got to do what you got to do. All right. But that's where we get our beef bone broth. And I'm going to show you our soup bones that came with our beef right there. And what we do and my family, and I'm going to give the credit to my lovely better three quarters, my wife, Jennifer, she's the one who made this. Okay. And the recipe that I'm going to give you right now, and I'm going to print this up. You don't have to write it down, but a normal recipe, we double it because we had a lot of soup bones, but the normal recipe is just three and a half pounds of soup bones, or you can use oxtail, short rib, knuckle, or even shank. Okay. We use garlic, one head of garlic. We cut it in pieces, two stalks of celery, cut it in pieces, one large onion, right? 12 cups of water and the water is as needed. Okay. Um, but also one tablespoon of white vinegar, one teaspoon of Himalayan salt, one teaspoon of ground pepper. First thing you got to do is you got to bake your soup bones. All right. So you put them in the oven, you bake them around 450 degrees for 40 minutes, turning it over halfway through. And then you pull them out and you put them in the pot and make sure that you are dumping all of those juices that's on that aluminum foil. That's the good stuff. Pour that in there. All right. Do not throw that out. Pour that in there. And then you are going to add the vegetables, all right? The celery, the onion, the garlic. And then you're going to fill it with water, 12 cups usually, but this probably utilized a lot more, probably 24 cups of water. But you want to fill it completely. Those are the veggies, all right? And we try to get our home-grown veggies. She's add water. And then she's going to bring to a boil, all right? She's going to bring it to a boil and let it simmer for 12 hours after she brings to a border or a boil, all right? And then that's what you got left. That's the end result right there. Beautiful goodness, all right? So the next thing that you do, you'd want to strain that, and then you have your delicious bone broth. And then you can discard the leftover bones and vegetables. Do not feed your dog cooked bones, right? We know that rule. And so here is the finale right here. You get to watch me go into ecstasy as I break my fast of 88 hours. You understand like that is just doing all kinds of stuff to my body right now. <laughs> I can't see. So here we go. Wow. You know, that is just, um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, if you've ever watched Naked and Afraid or Alone or Survivor and you see the folks who are basically starving out there and they finally get a piece of squirrel and they bite into that squirrel, that frog or some other varmint that they killed and they're like eating it like it's the most wonderful thing in the world, I can relate because when you're getting those much needed salts 
and minerals and vitamins and protein back into your system. Like I have a rush that is going through me right now that is just flooding. It is, it's almost on the cellular level. It is unbelievable. I got to take another drink. I'm sorry. As you listen to me slurp, holy cow, I could chug that entire thing, but I don't want to be rude and I'd get juice all over my microphone and all over the place. I'm going to go in a caveman mode here in a few minutes and gulp the ever living crap out of that stuff. Um, but wow, it's unbelievable. Okay. So yes, it does take discipline. Now look, I want to talk to you about discipline. Discipline is a form of self-love that you're sacrificing today for what you want to be tomorrow and into the future. That's what discipline is. Okay. So when, when you're going through this, anything that you want in life is going to be challenging. That's okay. But it takes discipline to do these things. And you see the discipline on a variety of the platforms, the people doing the, you know, the ice water in the morning, the water baths or saunas or exercise or running distance or just not overeating or just trying to be a good human being or a good Christian or a good dad or a good mom. It, it, it all takes discipline. But you have to anchor in. It's not sacrifice. It's discipline. And it's a form of self-love for you to be who you are destined to be. Anchor that in, because that's how powerful you are. And if you do these little things over time, it's going to build self-esteem. It does. It really, it will build into something because you're doing things that like a majority of people don't want to do and you're feeling great and you're getting a result from it. So it is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. Now, somebody just said, well, you probably consult with your doctor. Garrett always puts nothing but positivity um, and not seek medical advice on Facebook. Garrett, I love some of your comments, buddy, but you're a negative Nancy. So let me shoot you down. Seek your medical doctor. Of course you should. You know, if you're unhealthy, then obviously you should consult your medical doctor if you're diabetic or you have some kind of disease process. But look, it's fasting. It's not rocket science. And there's intermittent fasting and there's many different variations of fasting. Am I telling you right? Go out right now and do an 88-hour fast. Absolutely not. If you've never fasted before, do not do that. Do the research. Talk to your medical doctor if you need it. But again, use some common sense with it, right? So, Garrett, there's your little comment. (laughs) But no, um, I've been fasting for years. It's a great tool. Just like I said, it's not a cure-all, Garrett. Okay. However. It's a great tool to take back your health and get the most important part. What I feel is the autophagy is the cellular destruction of the bad stuff where your body eats it as fuel. Now, look, you lose weight. I'm not a weight loss guy. I don't like the weight loss fads that you constantly see and take a pill for weight loss. Being obese is very unhealthy. You should be lean and mean any way that you can. All right. You have to get control of your weight. You got to get the fat off your body. There's no doubt about it. People always say, well, I'm big boned. No. Dinosaurs were big boned. They are fat around your bones. All right? So say, take some accountability. Start doing the necessary things to get lean and mean, right? To get the fat off your body because that is one thing that I've seen as a chiropractor for 20 years. And yes, Garrett, I'm a doctor of chiropractic. I, li- I know a little bit about the body. And if you remember, Garrett, this is not me. This is the other guy. I'm not talking to third person. Um, I was a guy that stand against the lockdowns, which your medical professionals and your so-called politicians that you put in the office locked us down, put us in a healthcare crisis, put us in a mental health crisis, put on the mass mandates, which do nothing. And now they're circulating a procedure 
which I can't even say because I get the platform that are basically hurting people. So how do you like them apples, Garrett? All right. So continue to question, continue to research. Just like I said from the beginning, question me. That's what you got to do. Okay. But this is another tool and we're going to continue to push things forward. And I will continue to put out content that's going to motivate, inspire, and get you to take action. All right. I'm thinking, and I don't know if I'm going to do this yet because I'm trying to figure out how to do it. But if you're interested in the new year, because you always hear the new year starting over, I'd like you to start now. So I'd like to have you prep for what I want to do here in January, February. But if you're interested in doing like a 30-day challenge with me, um, I haven't figured out the program yet, and it's going to be a variation of depending on what people's goals are. But I'm going to put together a program here um, that we can utilize and do like a weekly Zoom call with all of you or live and just answer some questions and stuff, but really start to inspire folks to take back their health. All right. So if you are interested in something like that, leave in the comments and say, hey, yeah, Gary, I'm interested. Um, I would love to be a part of that. Just let me know. And then I will reach back out here in the next several weeks once I put the program together and then uh, we can have some fun with this stuff. So we can rock and roll. So here we go. Again, somebody, Garrett, here's Garrett. This is an important comment. He says, Paul was asking how it affects his medication. You can't possibly know that he should consult his doctor. That's all I'm saying. Yes, Garrett. That's what we're saying too. All right. Negative Nancy, half glass, empty guy that always comments, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, of course, you have to consult your doctor. And that's the whole point. I'm not against medicine. I'm against the overuse of medication. There's a big difference. Big, huge difference. Because what happens, Garrett Lundgren, I think your last name is, is when you take that medication, my goodness gracious, isn't it coincidence that medication causes side effects? Then you got to go back and you got to get medication for the medication that's causing the side effects that you originally took for your problem. And a lot of these things, folks, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be right here out here and say it. A lot of these things can be taken care of if you are just disciplined with what you put in your body, how much you move, right? And how much weight you can lose. Because as a chiropractor for almost 20 years, I don't see too many fat old people. And I sure in the hell don't see fat old people with a high quality of life. So my job is to look 20, 30 years ahead with my patients to give them what they need to do right now and have like a 401k plan of health. That's what needs to happen. And as a chiropractor, that's what I do every single day. And if I can get some of my patients off of medication, man, that's a great thing to, to go for. All right. And that is my goal to try to do with all my patients is can we get you off this medication in the future? Because if we can, you don't, you're not going to get those side effects. Now, we all know that big pharma, they create lifelong customers. I mean, patients, right? And that's what they want to do. So if I can inspire you to do some things on your own that can give you overall health and function, then I'm all in. All right. So people are already commenting. Great. Um, I will reach out to all you folks here in the next several weeks. You're going to see tons of content. Plug into the content, guys. Um, there's many different platforms. We are getting censored, like always. But I'm going to start really pushing out some good motivational stuff, some inspirational stuff. So if you like this content, make sure you're subscribing to our Rumble channel, our YouTube channel, our Facebook platforms, Garrett from Michigan, Garrett also down our Facebook group, Grassroots Army's back up. 
So make sure you're following, subscribing, and make sure you get on Twitter X and follow or subscribe to Grassroot Army. Not the plural, it's Grassroot Army. And that's going to allow you to get put into who I'm following because there's a lot of great people talking about a lot of great things because Elon Musk is actually allowing free speech over there. So you can talk about the V word, right? And they're backing it with research and everything else. There's even a guy on there that I follow that's challenging any medical professional, Garrett's so-called doctors that this guy's bragging about, um, that is challenging them to a debate on that subject, on the V word. I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm talking about. And nobody will do it. And I think he's even offered like $100,000. And still, they will not go on and debate this guy. I wonder why. Interesting. <laughs> oh, I love it. And that's the fun we're going to have, folks. So I'm going to dive into this. And I will talk to you all later. Have a great day. God bless you. God bless the Michigan, of course. And always, God bless these United States. Bye-bye. Yes.